Did you know that sitting can kill you? And worse yet, you're probably doing it all wrong. Well, it's true. Our next guest, Alessa Caridi, is a workplace movement expert, and she teaches people how to integrate movement into your workday that not only helps to reduce pain, but increases productivity. She calls it a healthy work style, and it's all about bringing movement into your workday. And we talk about the fact that standing isn't necessarily the solution. The top three takeaways from this episode are learning how to sit in a way that reduces strain and stress on your body, relieves pain, and helps you be more productive. We also talk about time blocking and the way that we can integrate movement into the day that still allows us to get all of our work done. And finally, my favorite part, we talk about these incognito movements that you can do throughout the day, even when you're on a Zoom call, so that no one will know that you're moving your body. The founder of Jobu Fitness, Alessa Caridi, is a wealth of knowledge around the topic of workplace movement and integrating it into a way that is sustainable and helps us be more productive. She takes Japanese philosophy and brings it to American workplace. It's a great conversation with Alessa. So please welcome her to Passion and Profits Without Burnout. Welcome to Passion and Profits Without Burnout. I'm your host, Jacob Moore. I'm a speaker, coach, childhood suicide loss survivor, and filmmaker who left Hollywood to follow my heart of service. I've helped tens of thousands of people find the balance in their life between passion and profits. On the show, I'm going to teach you how to build a trauma-responsive, resilient, and impactful community and organization, all without burning out. Let's get started. Hi, Alessa. Thanks for joining. Appreciate you being here today. Thanks for having me. It's always great to sit down and talk about healthy living in the workplace, how to help as many bodies as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we were just talking about this idea of sedentary workplaces, and you made like a pretty bold statement that that's actually <laughs> killing us, killing us that we're sitting down all the time. Yeah. I mean, we talk about these things. We have all these catchphrases, right? And one of the biggest ones is sitting is the new smoking and mm -hmm. sitting is actually killing us, right? We have it like sleeping butt syndrome, tech neck, the big one from 2020 and beyond is digital fatigue, right? These are things that are like requiring us to sit like statues for long periods of time. And, right. you know, it's actually killing us, but you know, we have all these catchphrases, but we don't have any solutions. And so, you know, that's why we're going to talk through solutions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, you know, as someone, you know, I, I work for myself and I work from home. And so I, I don't have a boss breathing down my neck saying, Hey, you have to get this much done and you have to work this many hours. Like that, that's me. Right. And I was talking on another podcast recently with <laughs> CJ McClanahan about achievement and the lies that we tell ourselves about achievement. And the fact that like, as 
entrepreneurs, as overachievers, it's just like ingrained into us psychologically and culturally to do, 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 go, go, go. So for, sure. for everybody listening out there, like whoever you are, if you are, you know, someone like me who, you know, pushes yourself, or if you have a boss who's pushing yourself to produce and to, you know, get as much done in a day as possible, your body's probably hurting from it and your brain's probably hurting from it. Alyssa, what are some of the things that people experience when they have a sedentary lifestyle or a sedentary work style? Well, the first thing I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head is when you have another person, another, a boss, you know, or a team that relies on you for things or requires things of you during the day, that kind of creates a structure, not a physical structure, but really a timeline structure for your day, something that you don't have control over. And, you know, you have to get X, Y, and Z done by this date at this time. And the email has to go and get sent out. And then when you are working for yourself, at least for me too, because I work for myself as well, if I don't set deadlines for myself, I don't achieve. And I really like to schedule things in because I don't like to-do lists. I like schedules. So from this time to this time, I'll work on A. This time to this mm -hmm. time, I'll work on B. That's what works I for me. So um, time those kinds of things. Right. Yes. And we can talk more about that too, because that, that's another way to get in your stretching and your moving and breaking the sedentary lifestyle. But those kinds of pains come in because that is more of like a, a mental strain, right? And that's a mental strain. And then when you were talking about the physical sedentary lifestyle, statue lifestyle of the traditional chair desk tech workday, we have the physical pains come in, which means we're trying to like constantly just achieve within that daily structure, but we're requiring ourselves to stay put. And when we stay put and we're not in a proper seated or standing, depending on what kind of your workspace looks like, position right. that causes body pain. And also the inability to move and break out of that, even if you are in proper posture, will also cause body pain because our bodies aren't meant to hold positions for eight, nine hours a day, you know, and, and never move. But we are like to stay healthy. We have to move. We have to get we our blood flowing. Yeah. 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 And you, and you were talking about that, you know, when we were off camera uh, about this idea that standing can be just as bad as sitting. Yeah. It's so the thing is, is that people think, okay, I led a sitting lifestyle. I, it was painful. It was stressful. I'm going to make my life better and get a standing desk. And that's right. wonderful because it does, it fosters more movement, right? Because you have, it's a little bit easier. You don't have to stand up. You can just like walk away. Right. So that there's like one little mm -hmm. roadblock there that's like taken away, but it yeah. standing is the opposite of sitting. It's the same problem in mm -hmm. the opposite direction. It is not the solution because nine times out of 10, you're standing wrong too. And you're going to be standing wrong right. in holding a position in that statue lifestyle. And that's going to cause pain. And so the only solution for a healthy workday, for a pain-free and stopping stress when on at the onset workday is movement. That's I'm, I'm just going to keep saying that over and over is again. Movement. The solution move, is move, movement. Move. Yes. <laughs> well, so so as I, as I'm sitting here, I'm becoming like really aware of the way yeah, that I'm sitting. Yeah, I have that effect on my, people and my yeah. posture. Um, <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm like hyper focused yeah. on like, am I am I sitting well? And I do have the benefit of 
having been a theater choir nerd in high school and having done yoga. So my sits bones are very familiar to me and that okay. is like okay. the root, right? So can you tell us though, like how should we be sitting? Like what is a, like the proper posture for sitting to avoid? What is proper? So I can take you through what, what I like to call, which is a quick three-step posture check. Great. And this is something that you can kind of come back to at any point in the day. When you feel your body start to fatigue, if you start to have some body pain, whatever position you're in, just think, okay, I'm starting to hurt. I'm starting to get tired. I'm going to check my body. And the first thing that we always do is we start from the bottom and work our way up. So we're going to look at our feet and you actually have to right. look down at your toes and everybody listening to this can do this now because this is Unless you're driving. The, the one problem. Yeah. Okay. If you <laughs> make sure you're in one spot, right? We're not, we're not in active motion right now. Yes. So when you look down at your feet, cause this is really important because we think what we think of as forward or what we think of as aligned is not necessarily what is actually happening. And that this is in all aspects of our lives, right? So we want to reestablish a strong brain body connection. So when you take your eyes and you physically look down at your feet, you want to make sure that the whole foot is firmly on the ground, right? We're not rocking in or out. You know, you want to really okay. make sure the whole foot, all 10 toes and the heel you can feel. And then you want to make sure that all 10 toes are pointed forward. So forward, mm to people can be like this. It can be pigeon toed. Yeah. It can be one in one out. And that is, that will make your brain refocus. It will also start to activate some very key muscles in your body. And I won't get too technical here because I can talk about just your feet forever, but really what you want to do is you want to firmly plant yourself to the ground because then okay. your, the rest of your body will follow. And so feet are step one. Yep. Then the next step we want to focus on is we want to focus on our sits bones, just like you said. So you just, okay. to, to find your sits bones for people who don't know what they are, they're the pointy little bones in the bottom of your bum. So when you're sitting on your chair, if you just grab the fleshy part of your bum and rock back and forth a little bit and kind of pick it up. Then when you find, you do that rock back and forth, you'll feel the two points right down on your seat. And those are your sits bones. And what's important about your sits bones is it's a good track way to track your body. Because if you're seated back and you're tucked in, you're definitely not on top of your sits bones. If you're leaning too far forward, you're really grabbing onto those quads and your sits bones are probably off the actual, you're, they're off the seat. They're not even touching the, the chair. That's what so I you really do. want to get yeah. the sits bones on the seat. There you go. That's the best way to find your sits bones. Just kind of rock back and forth and kind of anchor, anchor yourself here. And then the third step here is that we want to create a nice long torso. Now that doesn't mean that you want to press your chest up to your light, up to the lights. You don't want to stick your tailbone out behind you. Instead, what you want to think about is one strand of hair from the top of your head is reaching all the way up to the lights. So like from the crown of your head, the one strand is getting pulled all the way up to the lights. This will elongate your entire spine and it'll release any tension that you're holding in mm. your head or neck when you're lifting up from your head. And so that's a really simple three steps, feet, sits, bones, head, neck, spine, nice and long. Right. And then that simple check will really get your, yourself square for lack of a better term, right? We want to make sure yep. that your whole body is kind of aligned and up and down pillar. Now, with that being said, I don't, don't want you to think that you have to sit like that 
all day long. You can okay. cross your legs, <laughs> you can lean backwards, you can, you know, right? Because we don't want to create another statue, right? That's that's the problem, right? We want to be able to move. So we, the goal here is to, when you have that pain, to bring yourself back to this proper posture and spend mm-hmm. some time in it. And now I'm going to leave, there's, there's, there's two things that I want to, before we, we move on, that I wanted to kind of just touch base with you. Using proper posture, right? When you start to sit properly, and if, if it's not a habit that you already have instilled in you, so like something like you're, you're telling me that you always find your sits bones, this long spine may not be any change for your body. But say, for instance, you don't have like what your forward is for your toes is, you know, you're all you're constantly pigeon toed or you're constantly turned out. If you are bringing awareness to that and you're activating new muscles, that can actually be a workout for your body, even though you're not Mm. moving. It can trigger new muscles to work, which then can always when you're using new muscles cause a little bit of body pain and not in a, in a bad way, but in a, your muscles are working for the better. So that's the, the one thing is just be aware of that. So don't, don't require your body to do it all the time and really focus on it, inch back into it and use it more as a reminder. And then because I don't want to create proper posture statues, that is not my goal. If you are going to cross your legs or lean back or, you know, you cross your arms or you lean on one hand, whatever your go-to kind of relaxed position is, challenge your body to do it in the opposite direction. So if you always cross your right leg over your left, challenge your body to cross your left over your right. And that will also engage the opposite side muscles and stretch out muscles that have been kind of grabbing on in, in your relaxed position. Yeah, that's great. I, I love that approach. So that's really interesting. And I, I think that balance is really important for that like chronic stress and fatigue of muscles. I, you know, often find myself like leaning on this arm and kind of mm-hmm. leaning this way, leaning forward, and notice that then my neck does that as well, right? As I'm like my head goes mm-hmm. forward to look at the screen. And, sure. you know, I, I get, I get tech neck, I get, you know, that pain in my neck from doing that. So I think that simple three-step approach to just, you know, starting from the ground up and aligning. And as you said that, you know, I noticed like, oh, my, my right foot's turned out and I adjust it and I actually felt it in my, my hip glute area. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yep. that, that actually relieved some pain that I have that like goes from that hip down to my knees. So, um, and it's amazing when it comes to like feet posture and like the, the way your, your gait functions, like the way that you step on your foot and you you transfer your weight is Mm -hmm. if fixing those little, like little bits and little things that your body can have amazing benefits as you stack your way all the way up. I mean, really just fixing your your feet and getting your legs in alignment can solve a right. lot of like shoulder and neck pain. You'd be amazed at what you can learn. And that's, uh, that's the reason why I just kind of stopped there because we can talk for an hour to adjust about all that. day long. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so, so we've learned how to sit better and uh, while mm-hmm. we are in that position to you know help our body a little bit more but as you've said you know movement is is the solution and as we say in five bridges it's healing right so share a little bit about your approaches and your philosophies 
around movement. And most importantly, for someone like me, who's, you know, busy guy, how do I integrate it into my day so that I can still be as productive as I want to be? Sure. And I mean, I kind of touched on this a little bit because I don't like to-do lists. I mean, my day does start with like a list of things that I want to accomplish and then really turns into a schedule of how and when I'm going to accomplish them. But everything that I do, I work within a 50-10 ratio, a 5-0-10 ratio. And what I mean by that is for 50 minutes that I spend completely seated and focused and and for me, it's seated at your workspace, focused at doing whatever task that it is. I spend 10 Mm -hmm. minutes moving around. So, and, and by movement that can be, you know, a standing breathing exercise that can be seated stretching, that can be a full workout. And everything that I do is when I teach movement is mobility based. And it's, you know, if you do end up sweating it out a little bit, you know, more power to you, but it's really, I'm, my goal is not to have these kind of 10 minute breaks be sweated out. It's really to, to break the sedentary lifestyle, which then will also improve and create sustainable high productivity because you're giving yourself a break and our forgotten body parts, like our fingers, our toes, and our eyes, we give those a break so that they can recharge, right? We really want to get looking away from the technology, stop the typing, you know, motion with our, with our fingers, get up and walk around so that your feet can really start engaging again. And those simple changes and adding simple things like stretching or movement to your days will have, you know, immense effects to your productivity, your stress level, all of those. So I I like that. So we're using time blocking and a 50 minutes to 10 minute ratio of sitting and, you know, and, and that I think goes well with, you know, our ability to focus and, and depending on who you are and, you know, whether or not you like me live with ADHD, I was just having a fan, really fascinating conversation with, with a guest named Brenda, who also lives with ADHD. We're talking about productivity and, and the fact that like even brains without ADHD can only focus upwards of 90 minutes max and that's yeah. at the max um so reducing that time is really important if you can do that if you're in a flow and you want to go for the 90 minutes go for it but what i never want people to push themselves to that uh, like it if it's a goal for you okay you you have your you know your personality types and we all work within that but right the goal for me from a movement specialist standpoint is that we want to keep that kind of productivity going so we want to not wait till our body is desperate for it. We want to make sure that we're at a good point and we keep going. But with that being said, if you're a professional that works within an organization and you don't have that kind of control of your time to like be able to walk away from your computer, there are plenty of things that you can do that, you know, while you're on a phone call, while you're, you know, reading your emails that can keep your body in within a movement schedule, a healthy work schedule Mm -hmm. that don't require you to like a hundred percent like detach from everything that it is that you're doing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And and we're going to do a demo in a little bit and you're going to show us some of those things that, that we can do when we're seated. Great. So it is demo time, Alessa. This is the first time that we're doing any sort of demo on passion and profits. So thank you for being 
the first one. So what I would love to learn from you is what are some moves that someone can do while they're on a Zoom meeting in like five minutes to add some movement to their body, right? People are stuck on these Zoom meetings all the time, day in and day out. I never run any of them, I promise. And uh, they, they need to integrate movement into their body. How can they do it in like five minutes or less? Yeah. So if you don't have control over your work schedule, right. And you're on this call. And even if you're on a call, that's only 20 minutes and you find yourself or your mental you know, focus slipping, you find your body starting to fatigue. There are a couple of things that you can do. Now, if you keep in mind that three-step posture check, so we won't go over that. But the only thing that I want to add to that is scoot your bum to the front part of your seat. This will help you move around just a little bit more. And then we're going to do what I like to call some incognito fitness. So we're going to just simply raise your heels up and then lower them down to the ground. Raise your heels up and lower them down. And as you're on these digital meetings, check yourself, check your little square, look at yourself and make sure that you're not bobbing up and down, right? Because we want to add <laughs> movement into our day, but nobody else should know that we're doing this. And then now yeah. as a little rub your belly, pat your head kind of thing, we're going to do a little bit of alternating here. So you're going to lift up your right heel, then up your left heel, then right heel goes down, left heel goes down, right heel up, left heel up, right down, left down right up, left up, right down, left down. And now you can keep this motion going and you can actually activate the speed a little bit to pick it up if you want. And then the other thing, the next challenge is to reverse it. Remember when we were talking about reversing the cross legs and if you lean on one arm, this is another way to reverse it. So then you wanna go okay. both feet down, you want left heel up, right heel up, left heel down, right heel down. And then again, with the speed. And so this is just a simple way to actually walk it out during your meetings that get you away from that really hard focus. You're still mm -hmm. able to focus in that kind of situation, but you know, it just gives you a little bit of a break and you get your legs moving. Uh, then now, since we have our bum, yeah, since we have our bum to our front part of our seat, for those who are watching instead of listening, I've been doing these movements the whole time. And obviously you can see Alessa's, you know, full, full body here, but mine, you can't. And yeah. I was checking my head and it's not bobbing up and down. So this is, that's truly incognito. I love that. Right. right I mean, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, and there are, no, you're fine. You're fine. And there are tons of things that, that we can, you know, that I like to share and I like to call them incognito fitness. It's just kind of something that I think is fun, but, and that's also what's on my Instagram page. So go ahead over there if you want more of this, but for right now, this is the second move that you can do. So again, remember we're always working in proper posture. So you want to make sure the whole foot is down to the ground. You want to stabilize with one leg. Then the opposite leg is going to extend out straight in front of you. Now, reminder here, our bum is still at the front part of our seat because this is not going to okay. be possible if you're sitting too far back. We have one leg stabilizing, so in that nice downward position. The other leg is extending long. Now, remember, we're keeping the upper body quiet, and you're going to do small leg lifts, just two or three inches, nothing big. But again, check yourself in your camera. You're not bobbing up and down with your leg, right? right. We're just moving everything in and up and down. You want to flex your foot, point your foot, however is most comfortable for you, but make sure you do the other side. So stabilize with that one leg, switch to the other side, and then bring the leg up and down. Now, if you need a little bit of extra help because this the core is too much here or it's too much on your back, put your hands on your desk. 
put your hands on your chair. The goal is to really focus on pulling that core in, letting the leg work, the quad work, and really energizing, bringing blood flow down to that lower body. And again, you can do this with speed. You can bring it up and hold. There are many different variations that you can do, and it gives you incognito fitness when you're stuck on your phone right. call. So that, yeah. That's so uh, cool. Upper body? I, I mean, upper body? I, I'm just thinking like, as I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, I can actually do kind of like a full ab workout just by suspending my legs and uh, engaging the core. Wow. Yeah. Cool. There's, I mean, you can do ab exercises without, you know, without even moving, right? If you, if you understand all of those signs that the, the way to contract and all of those things, but to mm -hmm. make it as simple as possible. Yeah. Leg lifts are great for that different patterns. Um, and, core work to making sure that it's in more of an incognito fitness style, leg lifts are wonderful, especially when you're seated at the front part of your seat. It really challenges your whole torso. I love that. Let's do one more. You had mentioned upper body. Yeah. Upper body. Yeah. So you'd think that this would be a little bit more difficult because everyone's looking at your waist up, but something that is super easy. And I mentioned this before is our forgotten body parts, our fingers, toes, and eyes, and our hands work so hard for us, right? They're typing away constantly. There's swipe heart, liking, stalking, all of those things that it does, you know, beyond our work day, right? So to show them a little bit of love, something that's simple to do is we can roll through our wrists, right? Okay. So then we're just kind of, you know, make warming up those hands. And one thing that I have loved because I am a Pilates instructor, that's where this comes from, is a really simple, easy hand exercise that you can do with your hands underneath your desk, but just for the, the sake of showing it, I'll put my hands up high. So you wanna take your hands and one finger at a time, you're gonna tap three times on the palm of your hand. So I'm gonna tap my thumb three times on the palm, then my, pink, my pointer finger three times on my palm, then my middle finger, then my ring finger, then my pinky. And it is, it's a great way to get the brain working, right? Because we want to extend yeah. the fingers all the way long, the finger that's not being used to tap. And then we want to really focus on the active finger that's bent. That that's is harder than And again, you can do this with your hands like now. It is, it's really hard. It should, yeah, right? It seems like it should be simple because all of our fingers, they move independently, right? When we're typing away, but really we want to, bring the energy back, bring the, the focus yeah. back, just show them some love. Yeah. And that's just really two, two simple things that you can do for your hands incognito while you're on your phone calls. <laughs> that's so cool. Well, thank you so much for that. And I, I know that you have a ton more content on your channels. Yes. <laughs> we'll link those in the show notes so that people have access and, and can learn all of the cool secret skills that incognito, it makes me feel like a secret agent. So thanks for that. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. <laughs> secret health agent. That's what we want. <laughs> secret health agent. Nice. So okay. you talked about time blocking and I'm wondering for someone who is, you know, working in an office environment or like me, you know, gets going on, uh, on a task and I just forget to move. How do we work that into our schedule so that we, we don't forget? Are you, you know, setting like a Pomodoro timer? Like how does that actually show up for someone? So, so they get it done. Harm, shameless, 
little plug here. Um, you can pop over to my Instagram and I actually share my workday health schedule. So a way to get the 50-10 ratio established and scheduled into your workday. And then every 10 minutes that you should be moving. So throughout the day, every hour, I share examples of what you can do to get your body moving. And it's really download it. You can paste it as your computer screen background. You can print it out. And it's just there as a reminder. Personally, I like to just set a five, zero, 50 minute timer on my phone. And when it goes off, I like to hear the little bing, bing, bing. So it's happy. It's not stressful. And then it just, it's just up to you to get up and go get some water or do a little stretch session or do some movement. And there's plenty of things in that download and really, you know, get to it, get a healthy work style. I love that. Yeah. We'll definitely link that in the show notes and make sure that people have access to that. Thanks. Thanks for yeah. sharing that. So I want to talk briefly about your company as well. Jobu Fit has an interesting origin and yeah. I want to you to explain that for our listeners out there and how this philosophy came to be. So Jobu Fit is a, a kind of, it's a summary of everything that kind of, that I've experienced so far. And it really culminated and it was kind of pushed to the forefront for me personally, when I lived in Japan, I spent three years living in Japan and the Japanese have this wonderful habit, daily work, like work day, daily habit. And they're called radio workouts. And just like we have here in the States here, we have street lamps every so often, like down the roads, they have street lamps with speakers on them. And I would be walking my dog, I'd be out driving and you just see the music starts at the same time every day. And it doesn't matter if you're a child in school, if you're a working professional in those tall office buildings, if you're construction worker, if I saw retired Japanese women walking their dogs, neck lining up next to construction workers who are building the seawalls, the music would, would start and everybody lines up and they learn this healthy habit that they do daily as a child. So you see it in them lining up and doing it, them doing this movement routine at you know, everywhere. It's really everywhere. And it's right. a beautiful practice. And it really starts their day on this body awareness and really understanding huh. that they need to get their health centered and be the focus of their day. And so when I saw this, mm. I was, you know, I at the time I owned my own Pilates studio and I was training all types of, of hardworking bodies, U.S. military, traditional office workers, stay-at-home parents. I even trained, lo trained local Japanese. And the one thing that everybody was complaining about, didn't matter what they did, is that they had some form of body pain. And it was it's usually like lower back and, and shoulder and neck pain. And then right. stress always came into their day. And so I saw that. I saw this amazing habit that these Japanese people had. And then it was all, like, it all just kind of spiraled just from there. All came together. When I moved back to the States. Wow. Yes. I was like, this is, I teach Pilates. I, I know body mechanics. I, I was a dance major in undergrad. I fo had a focus in anatomy and all of these things really kind of, it just, all these puzzle pieces kind of fit together. And then mm -hmm. from there, I just kind of explored ways to get movement into the workday and really kind of show people that when your workday began, that didn't mean that your health had to press pause. It just meant that mm. you have to look at your workday just slightly 
slightly different. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, it's no wonder Japanese have the most centurions in the world, in Okinawa in particular, and diet yeah. certainly yeah. has uh, something to do with that. But it seems like this idea of wellness and integrating mobility is part of just that philosophy and lifestyle. So, you know, speaking of the, the philosophy of the Japanese, we were speaking pre-show and you shared this idea that really resonated with me, 1% better can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. It is called the Kaizen Method, and it's the idea that you want to improve yourself 1% daily so that you don't want to kind of, you know, if, you're, if you have a new skill or even a new hobby or something, whatever you want to try that's new, when if you tend to dive in completely with it, what ends up happening is it's a new habit, right, forming. And and we all know how long right. those take to, to establish. And if you go in full force and you change your entire workday, you know, with you, you take my, for example, you take my healthy work schedule and you say, I'm going to do this. You know, it's very possible that within a week or two, you end up giving up because you, it's just out. something that's too much. Yes. Yep. And, and it's, it's a, it's more of like a, a physical burnout than it is a mental burnout because that's something that, that is totally different. But with that, that idea of burnout is instead of going in a hundred percent, you know, full speed ahead, whatever terminology right. you want to use with that instead Download my work healthy workday schedule. And if you are a, you know, every single day you have to take lunch at the same time, that's great. So right before you take lunch, decide and commit to, I'm going to stretch it out, or I'm going to go walk around the block for 10 minutes. Right. And just that one thing, is right? the perfect, just doing one exactly, thing. exactly. Yeah. And then the next week after you have that and you're consistent, because that's the 1%, right? That one thing. Then the next week say, okay, before I open my computer this morning, exactly. I'm going to do the three-step posture check to make sure that I'm here. And I'm going to just take three to five minutes to just breathe. And that way I'm going to charge my body. I'm going to really feel the blood start to flow and circulate through me. And then before lunch, I'm going to get that movement in again. And then that way you can build on it and it becomes an, an actual achievable and very simple way to really establish yeah. that healthy lifestyle. I love that. Yeah. So, you know, that helps to avoid overwhelm because when we get overwhelmed and it feels like there's too much, then oftentimes we, we just quit. Right. And, and that's not sustainable. Yeah. So just adding one small thing, that 1% better Kaizen method is a really fantastic way and, and very much in alignment with our, you know, our philosophy at five bridges, which is, you know, you, you just have to make small improvements over time. And that adds up to big changes that happen, you know, when you collect them all together. So that's fantastic. Yeah. And it's not, and it's usable in every aspect of your life. So not just workplace, workplace health and movement, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love that more measured approach in, in general. Uh, Alessa, one of the, the biggest things that I've learned today is that I don't have to just stop doing what I'm doing to be able to integrate movement into my day. I can keep working. I can be productive even stay focused in that you know focus flow state but be able to integrate movement into it so that my body doesn't end up getting stuck and uh, you know i think that's a really you know sort of beautiful imagery if we think about you know that ideal productivity focus flow state 
we want our body to be in that too. And that's not a static state. It's a moving state, which is really great. I appreciate that. So where can people find um, more about you, more about your program and learn about this five-day challenge freebie that you have for them? Oh yeah. Well, the everything, the best way to get in touch with me is either on LinkedIn or on Instagram. And I'm sure you can, you're going to share all of that with them. And you can check out my website, which is jobufit.com, J-O-B-U-F-I-T.com. And that kind of gives you, you know, you have the video for the three-step posture check and the and, the whole six steps to sitting correctly at your workspace is on there, how to stand correctly at your workspace is on there. And if you're really right. interested in getting that healthy work style, as we call it, a healthy lifestyle at work. What an interesting conversation with Alessa. I really appreciated the demo of the movements. And uh, I think my, my biggest takeaway is that I don't have to stop being productive, stop accomplishing you know, my work just to move my body. In fact, I can integrate that into my day. Another philosophy and, and I think value that I really appreciated is this idea of 1% better, the Kaizen method of just trying to improve a little by little each day. That's maybe something that all of us can take to heart. Well, thanks for tuning in to Passion and Profits Without Burnout. I'm your host, Jacob Moore, and until next time, be well. Thanks so much for listening to Passion and Profits Without Burnout. I hope that you found some impactful takeaways, and if you did, I'd love to hear from you. Share a screenshot on your IG story, tag me, or send me a quick message. This show is for you, so any feedback is welcomed. Hey, and make sure you're also subscribed to the show so you don't miss any of our new episodes. And if you could, take a few minutes to leave me a five-star review. That'd be greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening, and be well.